This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 44. Wow. So, in today's show, I speak to Dan the Man about how to make the world a better place because, you know, there are lots of problems in the world as everyone is aware of. Um, so Dan and I are going to try to do our bit to help change the world because Rock and Roll English is not just to learn English, but, you know, also helping change the world into a better place. Anyway, one thing to tell you um, is that there is a strange story that involves me um, picking up a jumper from the floor. I would just like to say that that jumper um, was an American apparel jumper, which are very expensive and I don't have the money to buy those kind of clothes. So, so I did what I had to do. Anyway, have fun listening to the podcast. To remember, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. And I will speak to you again at the end of the show. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I feel very alive after the last podcast. How about you, Dan? I can't contain myself. Well, that's it. I'm sure. Okay, so how do we start these shows, Dan? Uh, with a review. Yes, we have a very interesting review um, this time, actually. This is from someone called Camille, and it says, Hi, Martin. I love your podcast, but I think poor Dan the man gets bullied too much. And I don't know why, because he is the funniest. He should mm -hmm. be the main presenter of the show. Um, the strange thing about this is it is from a person in France. And I know that's where you live, Dan. So is there anything like a link here? Do you know no. this person? No, never, never heard of her. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm only joking. I do know Camille. But uh, I think she's genuinely upset with you your treatment of me so <laughs> um well i will play a violin for you dan okay thank you will that make you feel better i think it'll make everyone feel better yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel now then dan fantastic yeah. very good <laughs> okay well then we can start the show um so in the last one obviously we looked at um, how to feel more alive and slightly connected um here we are looking at how to make the world a better place because there's lots of problems in the world dan as you know and you're going to sort them out today yeah. well we are going to sort them out um nice phrasal verb there immediately dan so the phrasal verb there sort out would mean to like organize or in this context like to fix the problems um, and that's exactly what we're going to do, Dan. Sort out the problems um, by looking at ways in which everyone can just make the world better. Okay? Okay. So, number one is donate blood. So, have you ever donated blood? Because apparently, Dan, you can save a life uh, with one hour of your time. So, have you ever donated blood? Uh, I haven't. No. Have you? Um, no, but there's a very good reason for that. Because um, every time I even have a blood test... You faint? Uh, very nearly. Um, and the word faint there um, is the action you do, let's say, when you start seeing stars and then you hit the floor unconscious. Um, so, yeah, I lose a tiny bit of blood and then I 
hit the floor unconscious. I faint. So that is why I have not donated blood. I also found out that you have to donate one pint of blood um, Mm -hmm. and you only have eight pints in your body. Yeah. I think you can survive on a lot less, though. Sounds sounds risky to me, Dan. Sounds risky. Um, well, the reason the reason I haven't given blood is because I had to give a small sample of blood once um, to check my cholesterol, and my whole arm went black and blue <laughs> with bruising. Sure, it's not because you have some kind of strange disease, is it? That's why you can't give blood. It could be that. <laughs> Okay, so the next one, anyway, is to adopt an animal um, because apparently it makes you feel better. I'm not sure how it makes the world a better place, but apparently it does. So or would you or have you adopted an animal, Dan? I would adopt an, an animal. What about you? Will you adopt that dog that is terrorising you? <laughs> yeah, so for like new or newer listeners, there is a dog that lives under my house that terrorises me every day. And, well, maybe I would adopt it so that I could then murder the dog on the same day. But um, no, in fact, obviously I wouldn't do that because I'm too scared to go within one metre of that dog. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't adopt that dog or any animal, okay? Mm. Yeah, you're not really an animal person, are you? I, I don't even like most humans, Dan. That's the problem. What do you like? <laughs> Making podcasts, Dan, okay? <laughs> I've found my passion in life. Carry on making them then. Oh, I will. Nice there. Carry on. Continue. I like it, Dan. Um, So the next one is to donate used clothing. Um, So in England, well, or in Britain, there are lots of charity shops. When So when you don't need your clothes anymore, you go to the charity shop and you give them to the shop and they sell them. I don't know if that happens in other countries. It certainly doesn't really happen in Italy. Um, But do you ever donate clothes, Dan? No, I don't think they would take my clothes, to be fair. (laughs) You took the words from my mouth, Dan. (laughs) I'm sure you would go there with your ridiculous clothes and they would say, look, look, Dan, the man, it's not 1970 anymore. No one would buy these clothes. We'll give you money to go away. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I have actually done this in the past. what, given clothes or received or, re- or received clothes from a charity shop? <laughs> I actually once found a jumper on the floor and then actually thought, that looks good. And then I took it home, washed it and... Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when was that? Uh, about five years ago. I still use it now. I'm, I'm an open person, Dan, all right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Can you upload a picture of that jumper if you've still got it? possibly um you could say i'm a tramp what is a tramp dan someone who is homeless yeah homeless lives on the street that's me um so it also says so when you go to a charity shop you should insist on paying double the price because it's for charity what are your thoughts on that dan obviously not (laughs) i went to a charity shop the other day and paid three pound fifty for a book um on amazon i often buy books for less than that yeah it's an absolute rip-off. What is a, what is a rip-off, Dan? It's where it's not a good deal. Not a good deal, yeah. When you pay too much, you say, oh, that's a rip-off, like £3.50 for a book, and they want me to pay double. What was the book? The, the Karma Sutra. <laughs> Very good, Dan. Very good. It wasn't that one. Um, it was a book by Dickens, if you must know. 
Um, okay, so the next one, and I, I, I do agree with this one, okay? So it says to tell someone if they have something on their face. Because, you know, when you're in a conversation and you can see someone, maybe they've got sun cream on their face, and you think, mm, shall I say something? And you think, mm, now it's too late. Mm-hmm. And then they walk around looking like an idiot mm-hmm. for about, well, until they see themselves in the mirror. So what do you think, Dan? Should we tell people immediately? It depends if you know them. Yeah. But if I didn't know someone and they had food on their mouth, I would just let them keep that there. That's a great second conditional there, Dan. If I didn't know someone, I wouldn't tell them. So that's why you're here, Dan, for this rock and roll vocabulary and grammar. Um, would, I, would, you, would you tell them? Again, it depends if I know someone. I, I once actually, I remember at university, I was talking to a friend. We were out in a bar and he was talking. There were about six of us around the table and he had a big bogey sticking out oh. of his nose. Um, and just so people know, bogey um, is like... Let's say the poo that comes from your nose. I don't know how to describe it. And he'd been talking for about, I don't know, two minutes. And everyone was clearly looking at it. And I just interrupted him and said, look, Tom Stacy, his name was. I said, look, Tom, we're mates, okay? I'm doing this as a mate. You have got a massive bogey <laughs> hanging from your nose. Please get rid of it, okay? And he appreciated it, though. He appreciated it. So... Did everyone hear you say this? Oh, yeah. As soon as I said it, everyone said, yeah, no, really, you need to get rid of that bogey. Mm. But you were the hero. I was the hero, as always, Dan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the other one is just help others. What's your experience of helping others, Dan? Well, I helped you move in Rome, didn't I? I do that quite a lot, I think. (laughs) What, help me? Well, help people move. Do you remember when I helped you move and your pants or your trousers fell down in the middle of the street as you were walking across the road. Um, yes, I do remember that, Dan. And also listeners of the podcast will remember that because you have already brought this up. So I remember when you bring something up, it's when you start talking about I didn't something. know. We talked. I didn't know. I forgot. Yes, Dan, we have talked about this story. Okay, let's not um, go through the past. Let's go on with the future and move on with this podcast. Okay. Anyway, Dan, so the next one is to do at least one cultural thing a week. Um, Do you do cultural things, Dan? Well, what do you define as cultural? Um, Well, you're drinking beer in a beer garden like you usually (laughs) do is not cultural. When was the last time you did something cultural, Dan? Uh, Well, I went to a museum last year. (laughs) Wow. Um, I actually went to an art gallery on Friday, I think it was. Yeah, but you don't do this. You don't do this because you want to be cultural. You do this so you can tell people, I went to an art gallery. Uh, Also true. Um, But it was a horrific experience because... Well, it's actually my friend's show in the gallery and I felt so uncomfortable for the entire time I was there. I didn't know what to do with my hands. Like, obviously, there was no drinking. You look at a piece of art and I you know, just sort of made noises like, mm, oh, <laughs> oh. it was, oh God, it was so embarrassing. What, so what was it in aid of? Was it an opening exhibition? Yeah, it was like an opening exhibition and everyone was saying, like, oh my God, look at the colours. They're so great. Like The colours blend in. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they're great. Were you giving your interpretation of what each piece meant? Well, I, I was just trying not to talk, actually, so nobody would notice me. Um, although I did use some rock and roll vocabulary there, Dan. You didn't notice, of course, when I said the colours blend in. 
So to blend in means basically when things almost seem the same. In this situation, it's like the colors blend in together. So it moves from one color to another without noticing. But also people can blend in. Hey, Dan. Yeah. They can. Um, I will give an explanation of that at the end of the show, though. Um, okay, so our next one is a serious point for me, Dan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says to make the world a better place, we should write more thank you letters. What do you think about that? Do you write thank you letters? Uh, no, I would like to, but I don't. Why is that important to you? Well, this is it, Dan. And just so the listeners know as well, because I don't think probably they do this in other countries. In England, basically, if it's your birthday, for example, someone gives you a present and then you should really write them a thank you letter. Um, but my problem with this is like the present, like I, I will give you that. I don't need a thank you letter. And then if I get a thank you letter... Am I supposed to give a thank you letter for receiving a thank you letter? I think a thank you, a thank you phone call would be nice. Okay, that's what I mean. Where does it stop? Okay, what? And then they send me another letter for the thank you phone call? H- how many people are you sending presents to for this to be a problem? <laughs> In fact, I can't ever remember you buying me a present. Yeah, I've never bought you one, but I buy other people presents. And when I receive a thank you letter, then I'm in a difficult position, Dan, because I don't know where it stops okay so i think just stop the thank you letters how many thank you letters have you received in your life <laughs> about three about three <laughs> <laughs> 32 years so it's like more or less one every 10 years okay yeah. but i that makes me feel uncomfortable dan and i don't like feeling uncomfortable okay okay i agree i agree um okay so the next one is to tip people um so it's obviously when you leave money like after a meal and then basically tip them to give them extra money so what are your thoughts on tips dan i remember being with you on favignana and i left which is an island in sicily just so people know yeah and i left a tip it was almost nothing it was like the change of what i'd paid and you picked it up and said no we're not leaving a tip and (laughs) kept the money yourself (laughs) that is because i am 100 percent against tips I just think it's ridiculous. Like they say, oh, like if it's good service, you think, well, I worked at a supermarket once and no one ever tipped me. So Mm. why do I have to tip? They they get paid. And then people say, oh, they don't get paid very much. (laughs) Okay, what? So I'll just pay their wages, shall I? It's crazy. Like lots of people don't get paid very much. I don't get paid very much. But no one's saying to me, oh, let's tip Martin and give him some money. So I, I tip hairdressers normally i don't even tip the hairdresser and um, it only cost me 10 euro and i can see I, th- to be honest this is a mistake of the hairdresser he should make the price nine euro and then i would probably give him a euro tip but if I, if it's 10 i go there with 10 i'm not going to give him like one extra and say this is for you no, of course. you just normally say keep the change so the tip for hairdressers make your prices around well like sort of nine or 19 18 and then people say keep the change I remember my old hairdressers used to price at something like £17, so I would give him £20. But then one day they raised the price to £21. So then all of a sudden I have to give him £25. So oh, that, oh that, is a, that is not good. That's furious. That is not good. <laughs> I can imagine. So, Dan, is there anything you would like to add about how we can make the world a better place? I think... You should say one kind thing to someone every day. So you can start right now. 
um, that picture, Dan, of you with a potato in your mouth, I, I think you looked really good in that photo. Okay. <laughs> There's a nice thing. Okay. Yeah, so you. now you to me. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't care what people say. I don't think you're boring. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, well, thank you very much for that, Dan. Okay, mm -hmm. now I'm sure the world is a better place if everyone follows this advice, and especially your advice, Dan. What, the last one? Yeah, well, that's the only thing you said. Yeah. It's the only thing that need, needed to be said. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, thanks very much for your time, Dan. Okay, peace, love, and harmony to the world. Yeah, all right, speak to you later. See you later. Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about how to change the world. I hope you learnt as much as we did. Anyway, let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Early on in the podcast, um, Dan said, well, he asked me if I was going to sort out all of the problems in the world. So in this context, when you sort something out, it would be almost like to fix it. Um, you could say, I have a problem with my car. So I need to sort my car out before I can drive. And obviously today we sorted out all of the problems in the world. There are no more problems. The world is a better place now. And we had the word faint, which remember when I have a blood test, I faint. Um, which, as I said in the show, is like when you see stars and you fall to the floor unconscious. It's obviously a very nice experience. Um, Dan used the phrasal verb of carry on, which just means continue when he said carry on making the podcasts. Um, but notice the verb that comes after it. He said carry on making. So it comes in the ing form. Bit of rock and roll grammar there for you. Um, one thing I didn't mention was when I asked Dan if he had um, given his clothes to a charity shop. And then he replied saying the shop wouldn't accept his clothes. And then I said this. You took the words from my mouth, Dan. <laughs> so I said there, you took the words from my mouth. It's a very nice expression that we often use to say, you said exactly what I was going to say. We normally actually say, you took the words out of my mouth. So it's a nice phrase to remember. Um, we had the word tramp, which is remember a homeless person that lives on the street, like me, because I pick up people's jumpers. And we also had another very nice piece of vocabulary when I was talking about the prices in charity shops and the book that cost £3.50. And I said it was an absolute ripoff. So obviously this is not a particularly formal word, um, but it's very common for when you pay too much for something. The classic example, you go on holiday to a very touristical place like outside the Colosseum and you pay like five euro for a bottle of water. And you say, this is a ripoff. Um, we also had the word bogey, which, remember, is like the green poo stuff that comes from your nose. I don't know how to explain it. And Obviously, this is not a formal word, but I was thinking I can't really think of a formal word for that. Um, I'm sure there is a formal, like, scientific word for this, but we generally just say bogey. Um, we also had the uh, phrasal verb to bring up when Dan brought up the story of um, me in Rome when my trousers fell down um, on the street. Um, this is by far the most common phrasal verb that we use in this show. So it just shows how common it actually is. So it's very important to understand this correctly. So to start talking about something. 
Um, another piece of vocabulary that I didn't mention in the show was when I was telling Dan about the art gallery thing that I went to, and he asked this. What? So what was it in aid of? Was it an opening exhibition? So what was it in aid of? Um, it basically just means what was the reason for it? A very common thing to say. So just try to memorize that phrase. What was it in aid of? Or what is it in aid of? And we also had the phrasal verb to blend in when I was talking about the colors of the paintings, how they blended in. Um, a similar word to this would be like to integrate, like the colors integrated with each other. But as I said in the podcast, we use this for people as well. Um, a stupid example would be, let's say I go to school. Everyone in the class has short hair, but I have long hair. Obviously, I look different and I want to integrate with the class. So I cut my hair to look the same as everyone. So then I blend in with the rest of my class because I also now have short hair in this invented classroom that I'm talking about. Um, one other thing that I would like to uh, bring up is about the word tip. Obviously, Dan and I spoke about the word tip as when you tip someone money. But then I also said this. You just normally say keep the change. So a tip for hairdressers, make your prices around, well, like sort of nine or 19, 18, and then people say keep the change. So you'll notice there I said a tip for hairdressers. Um, in this situation, I'm not actually talking about the money because tip also means to give someone advice. And a tip for all of you would be to leave us a review, preferably on iTunes. I'm sure I've never mentioned this before, but if you could, it would be fantastic. So I'm second conditional for you there as well. Anyway, remember, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there see the words, do the quiz, and I will see you again on Thursday. Keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.